It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Hello and welcome in. No Dennis Stuckey Day. You're getting a good, healthy dose of Brady. I'm going solo for the next couple of shows. Dennis away until next week. Don't worry, everything's all right. We had this plan, but... A um, a big couple of days in softball. I saw a great about hour and 15 minute long game between Marine City and Marysville. That was a fun one on uh, in the baseball front. I saw a disappointing performance from St. Clair in game one of their series against Ford. The BWAC is now shaken out in softball action, but I won't waste any more of your time because I'm going to have a lot to talk about. So we'll take a break. And we will be back here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, or sports. And you're back here on the Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Just Brady Beaton hosting solo today. And let's start with uh, some action on Tuesday. We had a I had a game, and first off, I want to apologize to any Marine City or Marysville fans. I had some technical difficulties, and I ended up actually missing the pregame and top of the first inning on the Mixler broadcast. So uh, that's a that's a big apology for me, but sometimes it just doesn't want to cooperate. But luckily for me, I was able to get it up and running in time for what turned out to be a really good game. And I think Sometimes, and I realized this after the game, myself, I think Dennis does too, and all of us, gets caught up with the sexiness of hard-throwing pitchers. Whether it's baseball or softball, you go, wow, she can throw 60, or wow, he's in the high 80s, he's really bringing it in. And that's not always the, the end-all, be-all. Because I saw a couple pitchers in Megan Lenarski and Kaylee Rickert Didn't throw particularly hard, but didn't walk a lot. I had, what, I had no walks from Kaylee Rickert, and I had two walks from Megan Lenarski in a game that flew by. So in the first inning, Marysville and Marine City split a run. So they each get one run in the top, one in the bottom, and then a scoreless second. And then in the third inning, it was... Uh, Marine City was a walk and a single from Pelagata and Dietland. Avery Main did the job, got a sack, bunt down, and Maya Simons ripped one into left to make it three to one, and that ended up being the deciding hit in the game. Marysville had a lot of opportunities to come back, but every time, whether by hook or by crook, Kaylee Rickert was able to get out of the jam. Prime example, you look in the second inning, 
First runner gets on, then a strikeout. Brandy Bissett hits a line drive that's caught at third and thrown into first to double off. Boom, gets him out of a jam. Next inning, in the third, Avery Woodard and Kate Westmiller get on. Boom, first two runners on with their speed. You're like, okay, they're at least getting a run here. There's no way with those two runners on, two of the faster girls in the area, and Woodard and Westmiller, they're not getting on. Fly out to right, fly out to center, pop out to short, boom, out of the jam. And you're going, wow, that, that's a big couple outs. Then you go to the fifth inning. Avery Woodard singles. Kate Westmiller lays down a bunt that works as a sacrifice. Then Kirsten Smith doubles to drive in a run. So you have a runner on third now after the Caitlin Kane single, well, first and third, with one out. Then they call on the hit and run. Runners on the, with the runner on first. Pop out, and the shortstop catches it, and the Kane stealing from first didn't have enough time to get back. Brought it in, boom, threw him out. And after being on first and third with one out, Rickert gets out of another jam. And after that point, it was almost if, as if uh, the Vikings were deflated. They had one hit in Avery Wolters' single. And then it was fly out, pop out, line out, line out, ground out, fly out to end the game. And Marine City upsets a very good Marysville team. And no, it doesn't bring them in a tie for first place in the division standings. But it brings them a they're now a half game out because Marine City seven and three, Marysville seven and two. Marysville takes on Port Huron on uh, Thursday. Marine City takes on Northern. Now, do I think Marysville's going to drop another game? No. I I just think that it was a game where Rickert pitched really well, didn't make mistakes. Her defense didn't make mistakes. And it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. Marysville had beaten Marine City twice already this year, and they just couldn't get to it. Their bats weren't quick enough. They were used to harder pitching. And again, harder doesn't always mean that it's a better pitcher. Look at Megan Lenarski for Marysville. She went the distance. She struck out four, gave up two walks. I mean, how many times this year has a Marysville pitcher given up three or less earned runs and taking a loss. The only other game I can think of is their loss against Frazier when they went down one nothing. Their other Mac Blue loss, by the way. So these were two pitchers. Again, just had control. No one really hit either pitcher hard. We had one extra base hit in the game. That was the Kirsten Smith double. But Marine City just took the opportunity there wasn't a lot of errors actually I don't think anyone got on with an error I think there was maybe one or two that were like a single and the outfielder misjudged it so they moved up to second but there was traffic on the base paths these pitchers weren't overwhelming they weren't like dominating and they didn't have the hitters in knots they just weren't able to square get anything squared up and that's something again I, again, you look at pitchers, and yes, throwing hard can be a huge addition. Kirsten Smith throws hard. You go Shave and Scooter throws hard. Uh, Maddie Cook. And then in baseball, you have guys like Turner, Murkaw, Miller, Smayfield, uh, off the, just off the top, Tyler Johnson that throws really hard. And you're just like, oh, yeah, those guys, Hitzelberger. And you're like, yeah, they're, they're bringing it. You got you to gotta throw hard. But no. You, that's not the only recipe for success, and that's a big for Marine City. 
Um, maybe, unfortunately for them, that will uh, have the ears perked up a little bit for Marysville when, because these two teams take each other on in the pre-district uh, on, on uh, the, not this coming Tuesday, but the following Tuesday in the district in Yale. And I think they're both going to have to go out for that. But that is uh, unfortunate. But again, congratulations to Marine City taking out a rival and at least giving themselves a chance. Again, they need help. They need someone to knock off Marysville. They need a little help from their neighbors to the north and Port here on high. They'll be at Marysville for that game, and they need to keep taking care of business. All right, let's go on to some other softball scores from yesterday. In the MAC, you had Port Huron, who uh, hosted Cousin Owen and took a tough one. They lost 17-8 to against a Cousin team that is in last place in the MAC Blue, but has a winning record overall. That's just what I don't understand. A winning record overall at 13 and 2, or 13 and 12, and yet they're 2 and 7 in MAC play. Here, I'm just going to go down the list and give you the overall records in order from first to last in the MAC Blue. 21 and 6 in Marysville. 8-14 in Marine City. They only have one non-conference win. 14-12 in Frazier. 14-9 in Gross Point South. 9-11 in Port Huron. 7-15 in Port Huron Northern. And then 13-12 for the Cousineau Patriots. And again, they, they, I know they've, from what I've heard, they've kind of had a trying season and off the field. So that's... Maybe part of the reason why they've been so up and down, but besides that, nor or they took it to Port here on high and won the other league win for Cousineau, a 23-20 game over Marine City. That I'll be honest, when it happened, I didn't think much of. I was just like, okay, you know what? These are two teams younger, learning to play. But that's the difference now with Marine City being tied for a league title and not. So, I mean, I'm sure you'd love to have that snowstorm game back. All right, let's go to the BWAC now. And something happened yesterday that I don't know has happened this year, and I have no idea how it can with the way the offenses go, but Armada and Algonac in game one of their doubleheader yesterday went 12 innings, and Armada eventually won it in the 12th on a Sidney Elliott single to take the lead, and ultimately that would be the deciding blow. Game two, the rules were reversed. Algonac knocked off Armada 6-5, to five, so they split the pair there. And then what ended up being a clinching uh, win in the BWAC, Richmond took down MLA City twice, 10-0 and 4-3. So now that puts them uh, in a clinching spot for the BWAC title. They can only, I don't believe they can be caught. At 11 and one, no. There's only there are three games up on four different teams actually, with two games to go. North Branch took two from Crosslex, 13 to one and 17 to two, and uh, yeah. So right now the BWAC standings, Crosslex and Yale are at the bottom. Armada is four and eight, but got a big win over Algonac. That actually playing spoiler because Algonac and Richmond we're gonna play next week, and if Algonac pulls that one off over Armada. 
they have a chance to catch Richmond and at least split the title. But Armada, playing spoiler, they're a good team. They're just having a little bit of bad luck and maybe struggling a bit in a very stacked BWAC division. I'd say, I mean, six of the eight teams are really solid teams, and I wouldn't be surprised if any of them won a district. So Richmond 11-1, and one, Almont, MLA City, North Branch, and Algonac all 8-4. and four. It's a battle for second place there. Armada at 4-8. and eight. So that's the BWAC for you. And by the way, we did have a Cardinal Mooney score in softball. They lost to Clintondale 5-3. Let's go back to Monday real quick, give you some scores. Almont took care of Yale twice, 16-1 to and 13-1. to By the way, in that game for Almont, Devin Johnston told, had five RBIs. And why is that significant? Well, Another record broken this year, and of course it's an offensive one. She now has 43 RBIs in 22 games. Think about that. 43 RBIs in 22 games. She drives in just under two runs a game, and we've talked about it all year. Almont can hit the ball. They are a very offensive team, and it seems like their pitching maybe has come along here as you're starting to see lower scores. Seems like a month ago they'd be winning these games 16 to 10, 16 to 11. Now they're winning them 16-1 and 13-1 over a struggling Yale team. Port Huron beat Frazier 9-5 in uh, in Mac Blue action, which again. Another surprising score because you look at it. Frazier's the team that knocked off Marysville, won nothing, and just struggled a bit. So you go from a very nice performance from the Big Reds on Monday to a disappointing performance on Tuesday. What are they going to show up with on Thursday against what's going to end up being a very motivated and hungry Marysville team? And let's round out the softball scores 5-1. to one. MLA City beat Notre Dame Prep in game one, and then seven to six, they topped the Irish in game two in non-conference action. So that's it for our softball scores. I'll talk baseball in a bit, but again, Marine City is a team heating up, and unfortunately, the the Marysville-Marine City matchup will be in the pre-district, so someone doesn't even get to Saturday to play on uh, play Yale. That is the unfortunate part. But I'll take a break. We'll come back. And when we do, we'll talk some baseball here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet... Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Back here on the Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports Podcast. Brady Beaton going solo. Uh, Dennis Stuckey is out for the rest of the week, so it'll just be me on the broadcast and me on the podcast. Maybe I'll see if I can wrangle a guest in for Friday to give you another voice to listen to. But before we get ahead of ourselves, let's talk a little baseball. And we'll start with what was, I'll, I'll say, a, a disappointing game from St. Clair. They, they were welcoming in Ford. They were both 10-2. and two in Mac White play. It's what you want as a coach. You have you have the season and the championship in your hands. Take two or three, you're Mac White champs. I don't think Denny White could really ask for more at the beginning of the season. And they come into St. Clair. You have them twice at home. And Luke Murkaw on the mound. Mad Hatter has been very good all year. And he's facing what I'm assuming is his toughest test in uh, Ford, and uh, he just didn't have it. And I'm going to say this, and I and I, I don't want it to come across in, in in a wrong way. It wasn't good. I mean, St. Clair ended up getting mercy at 11 to one. Luke struggled. All of St. Clair struggled. But if it wasn't Luke Murkaw on the mound, it would have been a lot worse, and the game would have been over a lot quicker. Let's go over what I mean by that. So in the first inning, first batter pops out to second base, then three straight walks. Then he gets an infield fly, and you're going, okay, maybe he can dance out of danger here in the first inning. And then Ryan Pelega for Ford rips a two-RBI single into the outfield and, and makes it 2 nothing before St. Clair even comes to the plate. He strikes out the next batter. And you're like, okay, well, maybe he got it out of his system. St. Clair went down fairly quietly, a walk, pop-out, strikeout, strikeout, and then two strikeouts to start the second. You're like, all right, he warmed up, he got it out of his system, and then the leadoff hitter absolutely scorches a triple into the gap, and they're like, all right, another high-pressure pitch, and then he gets the strikeout to end the inning, and you're just like, oh, all right. Or, excuse me, got a pop-out to end the inning in foul territory, and going, okay, boom, let's go, 2 nothing. St. Clair uh, gets two runners on but can't push across a run in the, in the second. They had a walk and a single from Eli Lord. Then the third inning comes, and single, and Kyle Revere, whatever he is, the three-hole hitter for Ford, he, he's, he's fast, but he had a beat on Murkaw's cadence on the mound because – he stole three bases in this game, including stealing second and third after a single. Uh, Murkoff struck out the next batter, walked Dickinson, and then got two pop-outs to Lore at first base to strand a runner at, at second and third. And you're okay, it's 2-1, to one, go to the bottom of the inning, and St. Clair gets a little luck. Ellis gets on with an error. Bleasdale gets on with an error, and a wild pitch moves them up, so you have runners at, uh, at second and third. And Luke Ellis does the job. It's a fly ball to left field. That brings in Logan Ellis. And then Brendan Cole got on with an error, then strikeout, strikeout. But it's 2-1 to one after three innings. Like, this could have been a lot worse. St. Clair's in it. They're, they're battling. I mean, yeah, they need a, got a little bit of luck, but sometimes you need that. Sometimes you're not on your A game. And then the wheels fell off in the fourth inning. Started off innocently enough, a strikeout. Then he hit Brady Carson, the nine-hole hitter, who was a lefty and 
kind of got away from him. You could tell he was upset with it. He was ahead in the count when he hit him with a breaking ball. Then it was double from uh, Semin, who it would have been a triple had it not bounced over the fence in right center. Struck out Connor Cornwall. So you're like, okay, maybe you can get out of this without too much damage. They intentionally walked Kyle Revere and then Noah Bright. Boom, two RBI single, then a walk, and then a, then I believe that is when they took uh, Murakaw out of the inning. He only went three and two-thirds, or out of the game, rather. He ended up with six strikeouts, but five walks and a hit batter. Just not a recipe for success. He only gave up, I believe, four hits, you know, or five hits in the outing, and two of them were to the, the same kid. So then Chris Piperzak comes in. Takes him a second to settle down. Oh, sorry, Murkall walked uh, uh, the next batter more, and then he got taken out. Then Piper Zach came in, walk, and then a uh, fly out to get out of the inning. But six run or six runs ended up coming across to score in that inning, uh, and it was just it was a rough one. The next inning, two more runs come across the score on a double from Connor Cornwall, and you could just tell the wheels fell off. St. Clair ended up losing 11-1, to and then just the only RBI for the Saints was Luke Ellis. The, the, by the way, the ace for Ford, Brendan Semin, the kid who hit a double and a triple, was electric, only gave up the one unearned run. And it felt like in the game, you have Murkaw on the mound, you could feel a little bit of excitement, like, yeah, it's a big series, going to be a big game. And when he didn't have his electric stuff, it was almost deflating. And it kind of is unfair to him. I mean, I'm sure he expects more of himself, and certainly we know he can bring it. We've seen him just be absolutely dominant in games. But when he didn't you know, get the big strikeout, or when he got hit hard, when what Ryan Pelega hit a two-RBI uh, single in the first inning, you were like, that doesn't happen to Luke Murkaw. That doesn't happen to St. Clair. That, that's where he's supposed to get the strikeout. And we're going to go to the bottom of the uh, first, and we got out of a jam early, and we're good to go. And it just seemed to deflate the St. Clair baseball team. And they, they never really recovered. It didn't help that, again, Semin was just on fire on the mound. No one could hit him hard. He mixed, mixed up his pitches well. Again, he threw hard, don't get me wrong, but he didn't. He wasn't a burner. He wasn't blown by everyone. He just mixed up his pitches well, hit his spots. And, again, no one from St. Clair could square him up. So now what the Saints have to do, they're in a situation where they have to take two in a row from Ford starting tonight at Utica or at Ford two whatever Utica Ford Henry Ford two whatever it's called going down there that's going to be a tall task for St. Clair but should they do it we'll be able to see game three back at St. Clair and again all you can ask for is have have the opportunity to control your own destiny you win your champions they dropped one who cares see how they bounce back um, let's check on some other baseball scores. Didn't have anything yesterday from what I saw, but we had a slew of scores back on uh, Monday. We'll start. Dennis was at a game. He can't really tell us about it, but Northern took down Port here on high, 
five to two. Owen Johnson went six innings in the victory. Two, he gave up the two runs, only five hits, walked two, struck out eight. Luke Angels had a pair of walks and two runs, stole two bases. Nick Cartmel also drove in a run for the Huskies. Caleb Collier for Port here on high, pitched four and two-thirds innings, gave up just one run, no hits allowed, and or pitched four and two-thirds. I don't know if he got the start, doesn't say. And uh, walked five, though, and struck out one J.J. Reed with an RBI single for the Big Reds. Northern had just two hits in the game, and now that's another low-hit performance that Northern went, uh, got the win with. And they, they take game one and a, a nice bounce back game for Port here on high. I know that sounds weird in a loss, but after their week where they lost, uh, I believe it will, I have to go back, but 10 nothing, 18 nothing, 15 nothing against Marysville. And then I believe they lost 12 nothing against Marine City. That is a tough, tough week to have a 5 to 2 game against, against your crosstown rival. Not, not a bad game uh, for the Huskies. They. They figured it out, or the Huskies figured them out, and North or Portia and I starting to put it together. They have some young pieces coming up through. Marysville uh, was slacking. They beat Cousineau twelve nothing, and Larry Smayfield on the mound gave up three hits. Uh, shocker! He um, <laughs> he just he was at an off game. Five innings pitched. No runs given up in the three hits in the complete game victory. Struck out six. Also added three hits, a double, and he did finally get his home run that I'd been on him about <laughs> because he had had three that were probably longer than the one he hit uh, on Monday. But it, it carried the left field wall, and he was able to get it. Nick Hong, one of my uh, my favorite bottom-of-the-order guys, two hits, two, or, or two uh, double, and four RBIs. For the right fielder, Hong. Uh, Marysville, again, 12-0. That makes it a ridiculous 10 runs given up in 13 league games. The last run that they gave up, I'm going to double-check this as I say it, but I believe was in the second game, Frazier, which is now two weeks ago in league play they shut out port here on high for three games they shut out the first game against Cusno. i believe they shut out frazier in their final meeting let me double check um when their last run given up was because it's been a ridiculously long amount of time they play tonight at kite monroe against warren Cusno on the road and i'll be honest i don't see maceo miller giving up any runs to, to Cousineau because they, they are struggling bad. They are near the bottom of the Mac Blue. They're four and nine in league, four and fourteen overall. So okay. Game two against Frazier. The Vikings, um if this ever if the slow Wi Fi ever wants to connect. But all right. So let's see here. They did all right, excuse me, they didn't give up a run in game two. Let me make sure they didn't give up a run in game three. They did. Okay, sorry. It was game three. They gave up a run. So they, the last run they give, gave up was in the sixth inning back on May 16th in league play. They have gone the, the, the seventh inning against Frazier in that one, the five innings against Port here on high, the three innings against Port here on high, and then the three more, and then they went five against Cousineau without giving up a run. 
Their, their pitching is just ridiculous. If you're wondering what their runs against is for the uh, season in the MAC Blue, it is uh, they give up .76 runs a game. And again, the, the most shocking part is they've done that and Utica was able to out, outpace them twice and they're a game back of first place. By the way, if you're curious, Utica barely beat Frazier 2 nothing to hold on to that win. Uh, Marine City had a pair of games down at Lakeshore. The the Mariners, who are now out of contention for first place in the MAC Gold, uh, they, they bounced back a 15-2 win over the Shorians, and then they took it 6-2 in the second game. Anchor Bay knocked off Lance Cruz 3-2, and Richmond boat race MLA City 16 to nothing in just a dominant performance from the Blue Devils. They are, again, both Richmond baseball and Richmond softball are just really, really solid this year. They, they, they keep on winning. Uh, looking at this week, again, in the MAC Blue, it'll be Marysville down at Cousin as I mentioned, Port here on high at Port here on Northern in baseball action. That will be, again, they're playing this series, and then in a week and a week and a half, they'll meet in a pre-district in the Anchor Bay uh, district on Tuesday to see who moves on. Those That district actually on a Friday, and then Thursday, it just reverses. Cousineau comes to Marysville. Port Huron Northern comes to Port Huron. Frazier uh, is probably going to have a lot of Viking fans this week. If they can upset Utica in one of the games, Marysville will be able to claim a partial league title as long as they don't slip up against Cousineau. Uh, again, St. Clair down at four today, back at St. Clair tomorrow. I will be at the St. Clair game on Thursday should the Saints win today. So if they take it uh, from four today, I will be there for the Mac White championship game. If they cannot, I will have softball, which I believe is going to be, yes, Port Huron at Marysville. That's contingent on the game today. Tonight, I am at St. Clair at Port Huron softball. So we'll take another break. When we come back, something kind of tangently related to high school sports, and I'm sure everyone has an opinion on it, unwritten rules in baseball and softball, because if you, if you follow the MLB at all, you'll know that there's a, a just another dumb controversy regarding it. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client. One, O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty. 
so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bat. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car, 371 24th Avenue, Fort Gratiot, open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Clare County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Over a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back to the Tri-County Coat and Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Brady beating with you here solo. 
And this is a topic probably I should wait to have either a guest on. Maybe I'll have one on Friday or when Dennis gets back because I feel like everybody who's involved with baseball or softball has a strong opinion on this. The unwritten rules. And the reason why um, I, I I bring it up is because Yerman Mercedes, he's, he's a player for the Chicago White Sox, and, and I'll, get, I'll bring this back to high school in a minute. He hit a home run in a 15-4 game off a position player who was throwing 50-mile-an-hour meatballs in, 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 on a 3-0 count. And if you remember last year, Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a grand slam on a 3-0 count, and a lot of people got upset about it. And I know there might be a lot of traditionalists out there or, or people that, you know, are, are very old school. I, I like to think I'm more old school and respect the tradition, but sometimes these unwritten rules need to get out of here. So in high school, let, let's bring it into the high school realm. Let's say I, I'm a pitcher and I'm playing Crosslex. I'm playing Richmond. Vinny Grappi comes up to the, the plate, and I'm just feeding him in meatballs. Am I, is he supposed to just not try and hit a home run? He, he's, got, he's got stats he wants to worry about. That at-bat doesn't count any less because, because it's a big score. They don't go, oh, well, if you got out, but it was 16-2, to two, so that doesn't count against your betting average. No, they all count the same. So I went through, and again, the not swinging on 3-0. Now, as a coach, if you want in a strategic situation to not swing, on a 3-0 in a close game, you want to get a pitch count up, especially in high school baseball where 105 pitches is the limit. So that's just one extra pitch he has to throw, and he's going to have to come to you three times anyway. That's different. Now, I have a kid, like I said, I have Hudson Davenport, Vinny Grappi, uh, uh, Larry Smayfield coming up to hit. I have Derek Ruiz coming up to hit. And he's 3-0, and there's a runner at second, and, I, and he's the tying run. If he gets a pitch that he likes, I'm going to tell him to swing. I, I know, I understand the thinking, but if I, if I trust my guy, you, you don't get too many pitches to hit in a, in a big at-bat. And 3-0, no, go ahead and swing. So I pulled up a list. Um, this is on from MLB.com, and it's just a list of unwritten rules in baseball, and I want to go through and see how they pertain to high school. And I, I looked over the list briefly, and, and the vibe I got from it was there's a difference between, hey, if you don't want it to happen, be better, and just kind of being unsportsmanlike, running up the score, not being being a just yeah, kind of kind of a. a, a jerk water or however I can say that in the most PG way possible so the first one is don't steal bases swing at 3-0 pitches or otherwise run up the score but went ahead by a large margin okay there's ways to do this in a respectful way and especially at high school it's different at the MLB level they're, they're getting paid millions of dollars at the high school level sometimes you are in situations where teams are out of pitching and you can tell they are a wounded dog. Ball gets by the catcher, you stay at third. Ball in the gap, yeah, you go to second, but you don't try to stretch it into a double. Throwing air at first, you stay there. You don't take the extra base. In this situation, in baseball, when it's very obvious, I mean, 
I still don't even mind swinging on 3-0 because these kids want to get at bats, especially when you put kids in that maybe don't get a lot of at bats and only get a handful. It's 3-0. They get a pitch to hit. Who cares about a walk? They want to swing the bat. That's what they've worked for. So, yeah. In, in, in a blowout in high school, there's a way to be tasteful, tasteful with it. Do it the right way. Now, in a situation, okay, it's 14 to nothing, and there's a runner on second, and it's the bottom of the third, and you just want to get out of there, base it, go ahead, score them, end the game, put it out of the misery. That's fine. So that's one of them. I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, so here's other ones that I didn't even know, but it, it's on this list, and I've never heard of this one before. Again, this is on MLB.com. This was put up last year after the whole Tatis debacle. Don't swing at the first pitch after back-to-back home runs, which is ridiculous. No. If the guy's going to put it in there, go ahead and crush a third one. Uh, there's a couple that's like, don't show up your fielders, your opponent. That's just being a good a good teammate, and don't show up your opponents. So here's where the bat flipping and the excitement, and this is where I think people are going to go, oh, the young kid doesn't respect anyone. It's, it's not, there's no respect in the game or, or all that. Listen, you can bat flip all you want. You can dance after a strikeout like Jose Valverde. You can do what you want to. High school, maybe a little less because, again, you're in high school. But as the level, once you get to college and pro, listen, as long as it's not, like, straight up disrespectful, like, I don't know, putting up one finger or, like, taunting an opponent, doing something at them. If you hit a home run and you flip your bat, hey, go ahead. But you just have to be ready that – if you get if if the pitcher strikes you out next time, hey, don't be upset if he fist pumps, if he gets excited. That's what makes the game fun. Now, yes, there is a line between being disrespectful. You don't throw the bat and then yell at the other team's dugout. You don't strike a guy out and then start pointing at the batter. There's a difference between that. But you hit a home run, you get a huge strikeout, yeah, go ahead, you can... You can, um, you, you can get excited. I have no problem with that, although you have to be ex- expecting the consequences. You dunk on someone in basketball and you get excited, hey, they dunk on you, you, ha- you just have to sit back and take it. You can't, you can't have it both ways. So that's one where I think is the, the biggest divide with the bat flips and, and the celebrations. I'm all for it. I'm going to let you do what you want to do. But don't be upset when it happens back to you. Here's another one. Throwing at hitters is conventional retaliation. High school, no, I don't want kids throwing at each other in high school. MLB is a different story. Don't throw at anyone in high school. You're just kids. And there's no need to do that. And then here's a few other ones. Like don't step on the pitcher's mound or don't walk in front of the catcher. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as again, I, I only pitched in high school, but I could tell you, I didn't care if someone walked on the mound or or one that I always made fun of was don't step on the foul lines before the game. If you have a superstition, 
It works if you think it works. If you think you need to put your left batting glove on before your right batting glove, then guess what? It works because it's the placebo effect. You think it works. But in reality, it doesn't really do anything. Yeah, okay, I might step on the third base foul line going out to the mound. Or when I'm playing catch, I might step on the foul line. Doesn't matter. Again, there's a lot of superstitions in, in, in baseball, and, but hey, don't really care. Don't walk in front of the catcher. That one just kind of seems courteous. I mean, I wouldn't see that as disrespectful. I'm sure people have done it. I don't really pay attention, but if you're coming from the first base side and you're a right-handed hitter, yeah, go behind. But, I mean, if you walk in front, I, I wouldn't think twice unless you made a big deal of it. Sometimes you're just kind of absently minded go to this. Now, here's one that pertains very much to get stuck on sports because it's happened to us. Don't talk about a no-hitter in progress. I know Dennis has just straight up said, hey, no hitter through four, no hitter through five. And the one thing I would say is, you know what, in most cases, I don't care. But if, I'm, if I know I'm in earshot because of where we set up, that the pitcher can hear me, I might not say it. Just for their benefit, but I have no problem if someone else goes ahead and, and says it. Um, so don't talk during a, about a no-hitter during a no-hitter. Go ahead. If you're a broadcaster, hey, Tigers threw a no-hitter last night. Matt Shepard talked the entire time about it, had no qualms about doing it. The other no-hitter one, don't bunt during a no-hitter. If it's a close game, I don't care. Listen, you have to win the baseball game. If, if for example, let's, let's, again, put this in high school perspective. It's... Northern Plain, Marysville, or Northern Plain, Plain, whoever. And let's say uh, Ruez thinks he can get down the line on a bunt, puts one down, boom, flies down there, gets on, and starts a rally. It's a 2 nothing game, 3 nothing game. If it's in your repertoire, fine. If it's 9 nothing, I mean, is it the best thing to bunt? No. But am I going to get mad if they think they need to get on via a bunt? No. I mean... Again, is it, is it, are you wrong? No. Should you do it? Probably not, but I'm not going to get upset with you if you do. And uh, I think that's about it. I mean, they have never rubbed the area where you're hit by a pitch. That one's just kind of fun. Um, but anyway, that's it. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more. I'll go over this. I think we'll have a guest on Friday. I'll ask Dennis maybe about this sometime next week. Maybe I can convince him next week to do uh, a Blue Water Area baseball draft and a Blue Water Area softball draft. I know he, that's going to be a tough ask. He's like, there's just too many. That's the fun of it. But anyway, thank you for joining. Tonight I will be at Port Huron High for St. Clair versus Port Huron High softball. That game will start at 4.30. Tomorrow is dependent on the result of the St. Clair baseball game tonight. You can check the schedule page at GetStuckOnSports.com. Also, real quick, plug the golf outing. You can go ahead and sign up there, just the little tab up top. Uh, again, the early bird special runs through July 1st, so get your group together. It's at the Elks. It'll be a fun time. But that'll do it today for the solo show. I've been Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnSports.com. Thank you for joining me, and uh, we'll be back on Friday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.